Welcome to Be The Light Podcast with C.B. Barthlow, lead pastor of Denver Beacon. I am your host, Pastor Ty Morris. Our desire is to lead the lost, the broken, and the hopelessness of our communities, to be light bearers in our city set on a hill. Now tune in for our sermon series. So... Before I get into this thing, we were we we, we were up uh, uh, we were at the silent retreat and and a lot of the fellas and ladies ladies I'll, I'll let you I'll let you guys play uh, as well y'all can play too but uh, but all the fellas have decided that together we will give a clarion call and a clarion worship to Jesus from the 150 number of Psalms fellas are you ready are we gonna are we gonna show them how it's done okay here we go Psalms 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the trumpet sound. Praise him with the lute and harp. Praise him with the tambourine and dance. Praise him with the string and the pipe instruments. Praise him with the sounding cymbals. Praise him with the loud clashing cymbals. Here's your part right here. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Yeah. Ah. My God. My God. That was fun. That was fun. I see why CB like to do that. I mean, that's a lot of fun. I, uh, I have the, the wonderful opportunity to to bring forth the, the, the bread of life uh, this morning to you. I don't, I don't take it, I don't take it lightly, but um, man, it's, this is something that, that really weighed heavy on me. Um, if, you, if you have your Bibles, if you have your Bibles, if you could turn your Bibles uh, real quick, Turn your Bibles to 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, and I'm, I'm just going to read, I'm just going to read two, two verses to you, 2 Timothy chapter, uh, chapter 1, verse 6 and 7, when you have it, say, oh yeah. oh yeah, if you need a little bit more time, say, hold up, wait a minute, let me find 2 Timothy in it, I always try to rhyme, it don't help, it don't work. Y'all ready? I'm going to read two versions to you. I'm going to read out, the, uh, out of the ESV. Uh, it says, 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. It says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and of self-control. And you may have the New King James Version, but, you know, this is one that I just really want to put in context. Uh, the New King James Version said, therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying of my hands. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of sound mind. Let's pray. God, I thank you for allowing us this opportunity 
to come forth and break forth the bread of life. And God, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, that they be acceptable unto you. So Lord, I'm asking that you hide me behind the cross. I pray that people not see Tyree. Pray that people not hear Tyree, but God, that they hear you speak through me. It's in the name of Jesus and all of God's people say amen. My message to you, uh, let me give y'all a fair warning. Uh, Maureen, I gotta, I, I gotta give you a fair warning. Uh, I, sometimes I get, a, I get just a little bit excited. All right, so, so, so if it seems like I'm getting excited, I am. Uh, I'm already on about 25 right now. So, so, so my message... My message to you today is to, is to challenge you. And you're probably saying, well, Ty, what are you challenging us for? My challenge to you today is to stop tripping over stuff that you can't control. Stop, 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 stop wilding out over things that you have absolutely no control over and begin to activate the things that's on the inside of you. Begin to activate the things that's on the inside of you. I wanna speak from a title today and you guys gotta just shout it, shout it back out at me. You know, they say, they say in my church back in Chicago, you know, the more you talk back to the preacher, you know, the, uh, the faster the preacher will go. Uh, he'll, he'll wrap up quick. That may not happen today. I'm just saying, but it'll be good to hear from y'all. So the, 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 the title of my message today is stir up the gift. Do me a favor, do me a favor, and just, and just real loud with just, with just everything. I know we're in church this morning. Some of us got our, some of us got our real good clothes on. Uh, just, 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 just look to the person next to you and just kind of, you know, ladies, how y'all do it, you know, grab the air, you know, if you want to, ladies, you know, and, and just kind of look to the person next to you and say, stir up the gift. Yeah, 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 stir. Stir up the gift. Stir up the gift. Yeah, yeah. It's to give you, give you just a little bit, just a little bit of, of history behind this, behind this particular passage of Scripture. Paul, the Apostle Paul, he's knowing that his time is, is rapidly coming to an end. So he's, he, he's writing, he, he's penned, he penned a letter to what many Bible scholars will call his son in the gospel, Timothy. This letter is written, you know, in a very short period of time. It's written between about 64 and 65 AD. Now what that will signify, it signifies that Paul had a sense of urgency to communicate what he needed to communicate to Timothy. If I, if I had to give this a big idea today, I would probably say that today's big idea is we need to use what God has already given us. We need to use what God has already given us. I won't, I won't be before you long, but there, but there are three things. There are three things that I want to talk about 
in particular today. One, one being the big idea. We need to use what God has already given us. The second being, don't allow your gift to become of no value. And the third thing, the third and final thing is never, there's never a need to fear. Yeah, never a need to fear. But let me, let me just get back. Paul goes to tell Timothy, stir, stir up the gift. A point, we need to use what God has already given us. I, I, I believe, I believe that although this letter was penned to Timothy, I believe for a fact that this letter is also penned to us today in this room. I believe that, I believe that God is speaking to us today. Why? Why? Because God has blessed us in so many ways. But guess what? Some of us have decided to sit on our blessing and never use what God has given us. I'm talking about stirring up the gift. Paul, tell Timothy, I said, how do you know? How do you know? I know that this thing is in you, Tim. I know that it's in you because it, it was first in your grandmother, Lois. Then it was in your mother, Eunice. So stir up, so stir up the gift. And I'm looking at a room. I know that the gift of God is already in you. But what we need to do is to begin to use what God has already given us. Oftentimes, oftentimes we look for something new. We look for something new. Oh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know, we, we try to, we try to, you know, we, we look on, we look on TikTok and, uh, and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and Nick Neck, Patty Weck, give my dog a bone. We look, we look. We look at all of these things and we try to do the newest dance. You know, we hitting the woke, we hitting the crazy legs. You know, we, we, we try, we, we, we look for new phones. We, we, we look for new gadgets. We look for new cars. We look for the newest thing that, 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 that we believe that would take us to the next level. We look for the newest answer. Ah, that'll preach right there. But how many of you know that the answer, I, I, I just, that's not even my notes. But we look for things not realizing that we need to begin to use what's, what's already been given to us. I remember, I remember it wasn't too long ago. It wasn't too long ago. I was, you know, I, I was, you know, a little bit younger. Uh, so it was about maybe, what, 10 years ago? I don't know. Uh, so, right, I was like, you know, high school. So it wasn't, it wasn't that long and, and, and my wife, and my, my, my wife Janine, she's not here today, but, but her and I, we were dating. And you know, you know how it is in that dating phase. You know, she's looking at me, Greg, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, yeah, what uh? And we're looking at each other, so we decided, we decided one Christmas, you know, I, I believe it was our first Christmas, you know, we was like, yo, guess what? Guess what? I, I love you so much. You know, she was like, I love you. And I'm like, no, I love you more. <laughs> we decided on Christmas. We was going to get something for each other for Christmas, right? So I'm like, yo, it's about to go down. <laughs> we decided, because I'm saying within myself, I know that her gift is not going to be better than mine. Because I'm about to give her this gift, boy, let me tell you. So I go, I go to the store. I go to the store, Tasha, and I'm, I'm the only one. I'm the only dude. I'm the only dude in the men's section. 
and in the women's section. I'm holding up stuff that I'm not supposed to hold up. You know, I'm like, I don't know if this will fit, but uh, you know, and I'm holding up stuff. So I finally, I finally come across, I finally come across this sweater. It's a real cool knitted sweater. What I thought, I thought it was a real cool <laughs> knitted sweater. I thought, it, I thought it was real cool. And I'm like, this is the one. This is the sweater right here. I mean, I mean, Rachel, the sweater was, it, it was gold, yellow, green, and it wasn't like a, a pretty color green. It was like that, that, I don't know what kind of that moss type of green, right? But I'm like, I'm about to get this for her. I hold it up. I don't, I put it to myself. I don't know why I did that, but I'm like, yo, this is it. This is it right here. So I grabbed, I, I get the sweater, I get the sweater, man, and, 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 and Christmas, Christmas rolled around, boy. Christmas rolled around. I get, I get over there, and all of Janine's family, all of Janine's family is there. Now, now let me just, let, let, me, let me just preface this by saying, so Janine's not here, but her family is from what you call the hood. So they, they, they from what you call the hunted. Uh, that, that, that mean, they mean, they just a little bit touched, Mama Rosa. So I get there, and it is time to exchange gifts, and, I'm, and with anticipation, because I'm super, I'm so proud of this gift that I got her. I'm so proud it's time to exchange the gift. I couldn't even give it to her first, because she just came up to me, you know, just like she do everyone. She's like, I just love you so much. You know what I'm saying? And she just, here's your gift. It's time to exchange the gift. She gave me the gift, and she gave me my gift, and she pulled out the gift. I pulled out the gift, and she was like, open it. And I opened the gift that she gave me, and it was one of these dope Kooji sweaters. It was like back in the day, you know, if you, if you rock Kooji back in the day, you was the man. You know what I'm saying? Like people, you, you didn't even have to speak to nobody. You just had to roll around with a Kooji sweater and just do this. Kooji. So I got the Kooji sweater on, man. And, and, and then it's my turn. It's my turn to give her a gift. My mother wrapped the gift because I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, she's over. So she opened up the gift. She opened it up and she, and she pulls it out. She pulled out the gift, man. And uh, yeah, now mind you, this sweater was very special to me. I'm super, I'm, I'm super proud of the sweater. I got a big smile on my face and I'm like, here it go. I'm super proud of the sweater. And she pulls it up. And like, and like, you know, sometimes you hear music playing and all of a sudden you hear like the record player just stop. And the whole table just kind of look at that gif like, uh-uh, I know he didn't. And I'm like, here you go. And I'm smiling. And then I look at her face and I realize the gift I gave her was trash. And I'm still smiling, trying to play it off. And she's like, so he's like, yo, we gonna put the sweater on. So I put my coochie sweater on. She put her sweater on. You know, we the sweater, we the sweater couple. And her people told her to take the gift that she gave me back. But she didn't do it. She didn't do it. She utilized that gift that I gave her because she realized that the gift that I picked out for her was special to me to give to her. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, Ty? Janine, she did not complain about the gift. As a matter of fact, she wore it. She used the gift. 
She wore it proudly. She pointed and say, he gave me that gift. What are you trying to say? Many of us on this walk we call life, we won't do that. We'll complain about what God has blessed us with. We'll complain. I know y'all was like, oh, Pastor Ty's giving us a good word. He ain't going to fuss at us. But we'll complain about what God has given us. We'll say, I need a new job. When the job you go to, you don't give 100%. You say, I need a new car. When the car that you have, you won't get the oil change. You'll say, I need a new wife or a new husband. I know ain't nobody else said that up in here. But the man and the woman of God that he placed in your life, you won't treat them and honor them in the way that they should be treated and honored. What are you trying to say, Ty? God is right there ready to give us bountiful blessings. But what we need to do is realize and use the gift that he's already given us. There's a multitude, a multitude of blessings. And just a, just a side note. So has it ever occurred to you? That if you use what God has given you, then there's a good chance that he'll give you more. Yeah, 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 that's a good place to shout. See, you see, the Bible that I read, it tells me that if you're faithful, Mama Rosa, over a few things, then he'll make you ruler over many things. You see, right now, right now, you see, even though the gift that I gave Janine wasn't what, wasn't what she wanted, she didn't complain. You see, but right now, anytime we go anywhere, Janine can get anything out of me. She can get a Louis Vuitton, she can get a, she can get a Gucci, she can get a Coach, she can get whatever she wants from me because she appreciated the gift and she used the gift that was already given to her. I come to put you on notice that if you use the gift that God has already given you, guess what? He gonna say, keep the party going. I'm going to give you more. So if he gave you an idea, and that's all that he gave you. Baby, use that idea. If you gave you the ability to unify, baby, use that, use that unifying gift to create unity. If he gave you a voice, you better sing from now until high heaven. If he gave you joy, you better utilize that joy to change the atmosphere around you. If he gave you peace, you use your peace to step into a chaotic situation. And if he gave you a Hyundai, you use that thing just like it's a Bentley. Stir up, stir up the gift, stir up the gift, don't allow, second point, second point I want to make is don't, 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 don't allow, don't allow your gift to become of no, of no value. For those of you that, for those of you that don't know, I, I, I like to, I like to think of myself as a chef, you know, something like a chef, you know, my, you know, my cooking, you know, they, they still use this word back in the day. My cooking is like on fleek. You know, my cooking, my, my, my cooking is, my cooking is dope, you know, especially, especially on the grill. I'm something like, I'm something like a genius on the grill. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not talking about a gas grill, although I'm not talking about you gas grillers uh, out there, but, but I'm talking about a charcoal grill. 
So, you know, after I, uh, you know, after I season, after I season my meat, man, I like to, I like to prepare, I like to prepare the fire. I like to get that fire nice, nice and warm. I like to grab all of those charcoals and, and I love to place those charcoals and place my, and place my meat on that grill, place that food on that grill so it can begin to cook and cook and cook evenly and just cook real good so the food can be magnificent. But sometimes as we look at the fire, it 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 appear that some of those charcoals may go dull or may go dim and may not seem to be mixed up. And just to just to the novice cooker, to the person that really don't know, they'll be trying to add some new some new coals, some new charcoals to it. But I come to let you know, you don't have to do that. All you have to do is begin to just stir up those charcoals that's in there. And once you begin to stir up those charcoals that's in there, guess what? The flame will begin to heat up even better than it was before. I've come to let you know that sometimes in this preparing that the charcoal, it can lie, it can lay in low heat. And it seems like it's ineffective. What are you trying to say, Ty? You may be in a low heat laying point right now. And right now it may seem like that you are ineffective. But what I come to let you know today is that all you have to do is begin to just stir up some things in your life. Begin to stir up those gifts in your life. You see what I'm saying? You see, you may feel like I'm in this thing and there's nothing going to happen. All of my dreams are shattered. All of my goals are shattered. Everything that I've tried to do, it's not going to go to no avail. I need to try something new. But no, baby, all you need to do is begin to stir up those things that's on the inside you. Don't throw away. Don't discard. Don't discard your fire. Don't discard the thing that kindles you. The Bible said once they, once they begin to kindle, the Bible says that you can be like Jeremiah and it's be like fire that's shut up on the inside of you. So stir up the gift. Somebody say stir up. Stir up the gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, my, third, my third point, I'm almost, I'm almost done. Give me... Give me about two more hours. I'm almost, I'm almost done. A third point, third point I want to make today is there is never a need to fear. Ooh, there's never, there's never a need to fear. I mean, like, look, look at me. There's never a need to fear. You, you, you have God with you. You have Jesus with you. There's never a need to fear. Fear. Four letter word is the other four letter word. (laughs) Fear. The one thing that will stop the bravest person, the bravest man in his tracks. Fear. The one thing that will cripple and stifle someone from reaching their full potential. Fear, the one thing 
that has stopped visions, ideas, concepts, ministries, businesses, and everything else. Fear. You see, Paul, Paul knew how daunting the task was for Timothy. And he knew that if Timothy became afraid, then Timothy will begin to get crippled. So he's telling him, yo, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. Paul knew, he was like, Tim, if you ever, if you ever fall into fear, then guess what? The kingdom won't be advanced. And I've come to let you know today that if you ever fall into fear, your God-given purpose that he's placed on the inside of you will not be advanced. What are you trying to say? Fear as a way of stopping you and I from achieving those things of God. I, 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 I was, uh, uh, just, just a real quick story goes on. Story goes on to say it was about 10, it was about 10 special force uh, soldiers, 10 special force soldiers, and you had the commander of the special forces. They, they, they were training to go, they were training to go and conquer the enemy. They were training to go and conquer the enemy. During this particular time, during this particular time of the training, they all, the, the commander put all all of these soldiers inside of a boat late at night and he took them he took them out it was the darkest period of night so these gentlemen they didn't know where they were so he took them out on this boat revved up the engine then all of a sudden because of the technology of the army because of this technology because they were on a training exercise because of the technology there was a simulated storm so here, these men, they're right, they're out in this storm. It's simulated that all of a sudden, they're bouncing around in this boat. And you got these 10 men, and you got the winds and the wave, the simulation. They don't know that it's a simulation, but you got the winds and the waves. They're blowing, and it's blowing in their faces. The water is blowing in their faces. And, and, and all of a sudden, the boat stops. And so they're taking in water. They're taking in water and they're weaving and wobbling, almost about to fall down. And they're taking in water. And the commander, the commander of the, of the ship, he tells them, he yells out. He said, stand up, take courage and get out of the boat. And, and, and the men, they looked at each other and was like, is this fool crazy? Do he not see that, 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 that we are being battered by this storm? Does he not see that we're taking in water? What does he mean? Surely if we get out of this boat, we're going to drown. We're going to be shark bait. We're going to be lost at sea. So they all stayed there. So what the commander did, not knowing, not the men not knowing, he tells the simulation to turn it up. So here they are, dead in the water. They're taking in all of this water. They're taking in all of this stuff. And these men, they're scared. They're scared out of their minds until finally the commander yells out again. He says, stand up. Take courage. Get out of the boat. If you do, I promise you that you will make it through this thing. And the men looking like, oh, no, my brother, you better get your own. Until finally one day, until one time, this one man, he stood up. He said, listen, he said within himself, he said, now, if the commander is telling me that everything is going to be okay, then I guess everything is going to be okay. So this man, he stood up. He, the waves, the waves are crashing in. The rest of the men, they're just there you know battling this storm but this one man he stands up and then he jumps he gets to the side of the boat and he jumps out jumps out preparing himself to be to be tossed 
in deep water. So he gets out and he jumps only to find out that the water is not deep at all. You see, this man, he realized once he jumped out, the soldier realized once he jumped out, he was like, oh, this is only, this is only assimilation. As a matter of fact, the water wasn't deep. It was only ankle boot deep. So what he did, he was looking at the rest of them, rest of them like, yo, y'all, if y'all only knew what I knew. So, hey, yo, if you only knew what I knew, so he jumped out. And he made it back to shore safely, just like the commander said. What are you trying to say, Ty? If we will only listen to the commander, the commander is Jesus. The Bible says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, you see, but of power. This man, he girded up on his power and he jumped out of the boat on to safe land. You see, he had the power to go through these adversities. You, what are you trying to say, Ty? I'm telling you today that if you would gird yourself up, if you would take courage, I'm so sick and tired of believers saying what they're afraid of. I, I, I'm, just, I, I'm just sick and tired I'm just sick and tired of believers saying what they're afraid of. I would start my own business, but I'm scared. I would, I would, I would get married, but I'm scared. I would start a ministry, but I'm scared. At what point in our lives will we stop operating in fear and start to operate in the power of the Holy Ghost? that has been given to us. I come to let y'all, that's a good place to clap right there. I'm preaching better than y'all could, y'all could let me know. I come to let y'all know that God did not give you the spirit of fear, baby, but he gave you the spirit of power, love. That means you have the power to overcome depression. You have the power to overcome suicide. You have the power to overcome addiction. All you have to do is just stand up and stand out and walk out on the things of God. You have the power. God will never leave you or forsake you. Well, he said to us, don't fear in Isaiah, for I'm with you. Don't be dismayed, for I am your God. I'll never leave you or forsake you. Listen, be strong and courageous, team. Do not be afraid or terrified, because the Lord, your God, he goes with you. He's always with you. So what are you saying, Ty? Stop operating in fear. There's never a need for that. Last point, last point I wanna make is kind of a, it's kind of a try point. The Bible says, it's kind of, the Bible says that for God has not given us the spirit of fear. Timothy, stir it up. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, love. How many of us kind of just throw that, that word around? Like I, I, I hear, I told, I told the group this morning, like I hear, I, hear a lot of the, I hear a lot of the girls, a lot of young ladies, you know, when they're with their friends, it was like, okay, bye-bye, love you, girl, bye-bye. And, and, and I'm sad to myself, do you really love her? I'm like, you know, but, but it's like, you know, it's like it's something that's like just thrown, just thrown out there and very... And very oftentimes, it's not, it's not demonstrated. Word of God tells us that they would know you by your love for one another. 
what are you saying, Pastor Ty? I'm saying that it's time for us to begin to operate in love. If you want to quiet the naysayers, I dare you, I triple dog dare you to begin to show love to your neighbor. I dare you to do it. Jesus, Jesus said, love, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. He said, this is the first and the greatest commandment. And then he said, the second one is, love your neighbor as yourself. How many of you know that above all things, love covers all? It's important that we show love. Last but not least, he says, stir up the gift Timothy, the gift of God that's on the inside of you. For God did not give you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. This is a big one right here, boy. Because, man, how many of you, see, I, I, went to, I went to a school, you know, I went to a school, that, that, a university that was called the University of the Devil Made Me Do It. <laughs> the, devil, the devil made me do it. But yet and still, yet and still, I'm professing and I'm proclaiming the goodness of God. I'm professing and I'm proclaiming that God loves me. I'm professing and I'm proclaiming that, that I'm the righteousness of God. But then the moment I do something crazy, I go, I don't know why I did that, Rachel. The devil made me do it. You see, but listen, God ain't like that. This is why he said, I give you the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. That means there are some things that you can navigate your way through. But let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. God gave you a sound mind, and you don't have to blame the devil. All you have to do is do what you know you ought to do. Amen. As I... As I close, come on, worship team. As I as I close, I'm I'm reading, I'm reading this book by uh, my doctor, by Dr. Tony Evans, and the title, the title of the book is called No More Excuses. And the book is is really written to challenge me, not only as a man, but is written to challenge me as a believer, to say, hey, it's time to stop making excuses. You don't have to make an excuse because if you stir up the gift that's on the inside of you, then you'll be able to navigate your way through because of the gift of God that he gave you. Somebody shout amen. amen. So as we stand to our feet, let's just worship. Let's just worship one more time. And I pray my prayer today for you is to stir up is to stir up those things that have been dormant, that have been lying dormant in your life and to not be afraid and to move according to his will for your life. So God, I pray now for these, your people. God, I pray, Father, that 
that you would have each and every one of them begin to stir up the gift that's on the inside of them. Have them stir it up to the point, God, that it's noticeable that other people will say, what is this that you're doing? And God, give them the courage and the power, the sound mind, and the love to stand. And I pray this in the name of Jesus. Let's worship. Thanks for joining Be The Light Podcast with Lead Pastor C.B. Barthlow. Visit our website at denverbeacon.org. To download our Beacon app, text Beacon to 97000. Once again, text Beacon to 97000. Whatever you do, please remember to be the light. Let's go! Let's go!